Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> I hear from them about 50% of the time, you know, and roughly 50% of the time. That's a good number. <laughs> Maybe 51%, I don't know. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Loser's Lounge. Oh, uh, shut up. Nobody make a sound? Just shut up. <laughs> oh, my God, man. This game was over two hours ago. Honestly, oh, two I, hours ago, pronounced dead. Dude, I've, I have gone through all the stages of grief an hour ago. Really? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm actually way it was over, over. It. I was mad. I was bargaining. I accepted. I moved on. Um, Did you miss the end of the game? Is it over? Yeah, you missed the end, man, where they lost by worse. They actually, <laughs> the bench came in, the deep bench, they blew out the Nuggets, too. It was terrible. Uh, over there, I got Superstar Dev. What a not-so-fun night. I thought it was going to be great vibes. Friday night with the fellas. A lot of people in town, um, from out of town. The bar was popping. The ball was not popping. The ball popped. The ball was not popping at all, man. This was a tough one. And you're right. We had a phenomenal crowd here tonight. Dude. Nuggets and Avs. Always around the holidays, there's always people that come in from out of town. And they want to check out the bar. They never get a chance. They come here. This bar had energy tonight. Sort of. It had energy tonight, man. There was an excitement in the air. And then the game started. Man. <laughs> the, it was like the Nuggets uh, invited you over. Invited everyone over for Christmas, basically, and was like, oh, we didn't cook. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, so true. We, we thought you were bringing the turkey. Nobody. Oh, God. Oh, you wanted us to get presents. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. We got a confusion there. Um, the Nuggets go down 119 to 93. It was not that close, though, you guys. That Don't be fooled by that score. It was actually much worse than that. Uh, let's do a quack. Who wants to be? We're going to have some fun today. It's not going to be all all bummers. I mean, look, what do we have to be yeah, sad about? We we're the be reigning champs. What are we worried about a team that's never even made the playoffs? Can we I mean, already be done talking about this game? Just mentioning <laughs> that it happened? <laughs> we just talk about something completely different. Let's, the let's entire talk about show. Israel Palestine. Yeah, want to go there? <laughs> Is there something else we want to get into at this time? Uh, let's do a fast breakdown, and I promise it'll be fast and painless. Here oh you go. Oh, that'll be painful, but fast. Uh, Ten quick crying. points for Chet Holmgren. Man, this is honestly, there are so many guys we're going to blame tonight. If we did blame game, it would take seven segments. But Chet Holmgren tonight gets two wide open threes. Yoke just like, hey, daring him to shoot for some reason. He's a good shooter. Drains two. He was in his bag, man. You could see he had a pep in his step. He had a confidence to him. He had 10 points in like two minutes. Jokic did pick it up early, though, started being aggressive. Do you guys remember the portion of the game where Yoke was aggressive? No, no. It was like the first five minutes. He was being aggressive. He was going to the hoop. KCP went down, started grabbing his knee, but then stayed in the game. It was a bit of a scary moment because the way he was grabbing, I did not like that. No, no one liked that. DeAndre Jordan in the game, not Zeke. I think officially Zeke's done. We asked, when would Malone give up on Zeke? I think he gave up on Zeke. He's he's in the Braxton key tier tonight. There's too much. The season is too long to pronounce anyone dead. Nobody's dead. Nobody's alive. Uh, Shea took over the final four minutes. Shea, early in this game, Shea, eh, you know, he's not that good. About four minutes to go in the first quarter. All the way up until he subbed out for the last time, he was unbothered by the Nuggets tonight. He took over in the final four minutes. Christian Brown officially too small for him. 
It's funny, man, because we were so worried about Christian Brown's wingspan, and it has been a complete non-factor in his career. It's a factor against Shea, as it is with most players, because he's so freaking long, man. And he's got, like, his game is just, like, step backs. Step fade backs, fade spins. Like, he just Under gets control. If you're not longer than him, or at least as long, then he just, like, doesn't even see you. And Christian, like... He just goes right to his spots, shoots the shot like he doesn't even see him. Uh, 33-27, the Thunder after one. Second quarter, bench played him even. Kudos to DeAndre Jordan's bench. They just did nothing good or bad. Jokic comes back in. He picks up his second. Shea started cooking everyone, and it was like real disaster, Terry. You're like watching Shea, and you're like, Mike, what did he have at half? Do you even know, Dev? It was like 17, I think. It was only 17. It felt like 700. 54-48, Thunder at the half. So we're still in it. We're still in it. Third quarter. Jokic kept turning it over. He had seven turnovers in this game. Did he finish with more than that? Or was it just seven? He stopped at seven, mercifully. But he had seven like the first two minutes of the third quarter. And then the Thunder uh, starters just started cooking Denver. Cooking! That third quarter, you guys, was an absolute beatdown. 34-20 to 20 yep. after they were already trailing. The route was on. 88-68 Thunder at the end of the quarter. No notes from the fourth quarter. Nuggets just got absolutely cooked. Never got closer. In fact, it went. The lead got extended. For some reason, down twenty, you bring back Jokic and Michael Porter, and they just get cooked even more. Sometimes you bring in the starters, and you play them even, or you come back a little bit, but it's a false return. And then sometimes you bring the starters back, and they just get more embarrassed. I hate that we're talking about old stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dev, start us off. I have a lot of actually to say about this guy, or like some little things to say about the game, but start us off with big takeaways. Um, my big takeaway is I am a bit shocked at how well OKC matches up with Denver. Um, granted, this was a game that Denver was missing Aaron Gordon, which they truly, truly missed um, in this game, but they just match up from every spot, and it seems like all of their guys are playing hard the entire time that they're going up against Denver, and this guy's stepping up. Um, from everywhere. Everyone seems to know what they're supposed to do. They have a superstar that they run everything through, but everybody is like involved. So um, Denver has to figure out how to match up against a team like the Thunder. I would not want to play them um, in the playoffs. Yeah. So you, so you, I just want to get to this because this is one of the big topics. You don't want to play them in the playoffs. No, I, I wouldn't look forward to it. I, I mean, I think Denver wins and, and I think that I don't think it's really easy, but I do think that this is a team that matches up well with them. And they seem to want to change things up. Like, they're okay with trying things. And I think that that is why um, Denver has a hard time trying to adjust or figure out what, what really they're doing. Um, but they just seem to have a, a group that, that gets it. They seem to have it figured out. Um, and maybe it's just the Denver matchup, because I don't, I don't know if they play this well against anyone else. But against Denver, they seem to get it. Yeah, my I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk more about that. We'll put a pin in it because I don't know if I agree, and I saw that take a lot today on the timeline. I'm not so sure, but D-Line, what's your big takeaway? My big takeaway is that I'm gonna take this game. Yeah, I'm gonna wad it up into a tiny little ball. I'm gonna throw it in the goddamn garbage. I'm gonna move on with my life. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. I'm gonna be depressed because that's kind of what I do on a Saturday. I'm never gonna think about this <laughs> game again. I have thoughts about this game, but they are contained to this game. Like, yeah, let's talk about it. Jamal then. Murray was so bad tonight. He, he does was, that, doesn't he? He was classic Jamal Legs Murray, where he was he was kind of hobbling. He looked slow. His shot wasn't falling. The Nuggets cannot do anything in this league uh, against competition that is uh, worthy of them if they don't have both Jokic and, and Murray engaged and on the same page and 
making baskets and in the game. Murray just wasn't in the game. He he was a non-participant. Um, I'm not mad at him. You know, like it's the second night of a back-to-back. There's a lot of things you can write off. There are things that are a little concerning, obviously, uh, uh, about this game. But I mean, honest, like almost all of the failings, in my view, are effort-based, energy-based. Like Jokic was a little like. There's questions about like the spacing when Peyton Watson is in, like the lane is so clogged. Jokic has a million turnovers. Um, it was just a sloppy, ugly game, you know. And like, you can get away with that against like the Hornets or su- other like sub teams in this league. But the Thunder are on the come up, and they're like they're legit to a certain extent. I don't I don't trust them in the playoffs at all because young teams never do well in the playoffs. They're, like they just have to go through it before they can actually have success. So I wouldn't be worried about them uh, matching up against the Nuggets, but they're a good team, and the Nuggets were retired, and they got their asses kicked. Yeah. Um, I'll stick with Murray, too. There's a lot of guys you could talk about. I honestly think this game just comes down to the Nuggets have been riding this P-Watt wave. You know, he's been playing so great for so long. He goes into the starting lineup last game, and it was awesome. And we're all talking I mean, against a bad Memphis, shorthanded bad Memphis team. And he was awesome. And we're all riding this wave about how great he is in the upside. Rookies and young players, sometimes only their bad parts shine. And you're like, man, this guy has no talent. And there's a lot of talent hidden in there. And then sometimes, young players, the talent is obvious and in front of your face, but the flaws are hidden. You're like, man, this guy's incredible. He's going to be a superstar. That's what we've been writing with Piwot for like 10 games now, where it's like, this guy's incredible. Tonight, they ran into a matchup where a team was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to crowd the paint. We're going to put a lot of bodies around Yoke and get a lot of arms and passing lanes. And let's see if they're going to be able to handle it. And Piwat, I thought, struggled offensively, struggled to make reads, struggled to make finishes. Uh, and more importantly, I thought Jokic and the Nuggets in general struggled to kind of adapt to the style of play that they would need to be able to handle this team. Coming into the game, we talked about who have the Thunder lost to? All the bigs, all the teams that can bully him. Take out Aaron Gordon, insert Peyton Watson, not a bully. And it's like, you just took away the thing that you have to use to beat, the thing you have to use to beat uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. You take that out, and then on top of that, you get a really lethargic game from Yoke, really lethargic game from Murray, and a really hot shooting game from OKC, and you get a route. So to me, my big takeaway is this is the ups and downs of the Peyton Watson experience because it's the ups and downs of any rookie sure. where it's like they're going to be nights when their bad parts are what are on display. And that was tonight, man. I mean, to me, this was like a nothing game. It was a first-round knockout, you know, first-round knockout punch, and it's not like we don't have to analyze it, overly analyze it. It's mean, like, man. yeah, they struggled with this one. That's, that's what I mean. There's... Like, I don't want to diminish what the Thunder did because they actually played a great game. I mean, like, Chet Holmgren looked fantastic. They dominated everything. I mean, every... All the Thunder are good. What can I say? All the thund- they're a great team. This wasn't all the Thunder are good. This was a total <laughs> all the Thunder total, are good game. It was. They looked really good. But, I mean, I just knowing what the Nuggets look like when the Nuggets are the Nuggets, it's like, that wasn't the Nuggets, man. Like, that's a that was a back-to-back looking team. They, they, they had some punch early and then, but as what happens so often on the second night of a back-to-back, it's like in the third and fourth quarter, like, it shows. And they lost that third quarter by 14 points. Like, that was it. That was the end. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, to stick on the, the Peyton Watson, like, aspect, like, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad, and there are going to be bad games from a young guy 
that is just kind of inserted into the lineup. You talked about it. They were playing against Memphis. This time they played against Thunder, who are playing really well right now. So, it, you know, you can't gauge it off of one game or in that game. Um, and they weren't all horrible. He does show flashes. He shows um, signs of life. He, You know, he had a couple of dunks in this. He was good in the, um, you know, the dunker spot. When he has to explore his game or he has to step out, that's when it didn't go well. He missed a couple of shots. He, you know, made some mistakes by trying to force things. Um, but it wasn't a lack of skill. It wasn't like he shouldn't have been out there. It just wasn't a great game for him. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a mixed bag with Peyton, but I think that there was some good in this game. No, I mean, he had a nice stat line. 14 points, two rebounds, two assists, one steal, two blocks. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying this was Peyton Watson's fault. It was, this is a new look from the Nuggets. Peyton mm-hmm. Watson with the other four starters, take out Aaron Gordon. That's a completely new dynamic. And it's not like sometimes you take out KCP and you put in uh, Christian Brown. It's like, all right, defenders, kind of similar. Aaron Gordon and Peyton Watson are completely different. The, the style and what your strengths and weaknesses are are completely different. And I just thought tonight was, one, you're going up against a great coach that I do think has figured some things out against Denver about what makes it a challenge for them. And I think that, like most young teams and like most young coaches, the Thunder kind of tinker with their game plans game by game more than most teams. Certainly more than Michael Malone, who's more of a, like, we have to build our traits and our habits and this or that. And I just think you get a team that was able to exploit the the weaknesses that Denver had, especially with the unfamiliarity. And that's how you wind up with 16 turnovers, seven of which came from Yoke. Yoke had seven assists and seven turnovers. He, you don't see that very often. No, he was turning the ball over a lot. And some really bad ones. Some ones where you're like, what the heck was that? It was, I mean, it, it was a, the paint was clogged and he was trying to thread it through. It was, I mean, man, yeah. I, you know, I like doing the show. I like you, Dev. Dev, Adam, you're fine. Uh, I hate that we have to do the show after after a game like this because it's like there's so little like true analysis. It's like considering how high we were just like 24 hours ago. Yeah. Like, man, the season's it's amazing, and now it's like it just feels dark right now. But it's it happens, man. It just sucks. That it's the Thunder because they the, this is now two losses in a row on the Thunder at home. The, at home, and the last one was was a complete fluke in my opinion um and this one was just a de- they just got do you think, second night of back-to-back got knocked the f out does this, are you more or less afraid of oklahoma city than you were coming into the season or the same dev into the season um more afraid um into this game or just after this game not as much because they're missing aaron gordon like they're not gonna play them that exact same way um, guys are not going to play the same. Jamal's not going to have a horrible game. Peyton Watson isn't going to be getting a lot of minutes like that. You know, like I do think that that changes um, the aspect of how you play them. Um, and also, like both teams are trying to fill each other out. So like Denver's going to go into this and say this is what they're doing. So Denver has a lot more to learn in these type of games than OKC does. They're just like, hey, we hit shots. We you know sent two centers. Blah blah blah. They're they're trying to just find something that sticks. Denver could actually like look at intangible things. This is when they do when you you know hit this. This is what happens when they do. You could read a lot in these type of games. So I think that this was this is going to be good for Denver in the long run. But is OKC for real? I think that they're a lot better than I gave them credit for. Here's what's interesting for me. It's about the exact same. I, I mean, I, I just I don't think these games mean much. And here's why I say that. Again, when you're a young team. 
there is a lot of like, how do we win this game? Exactly. How do we win it? Of and course. when you're a veteran team, especially a reigning champ, there's a lot of what are the habits we have to form or whatever. We saw in the last game, they went to the Twin Tower lineup. That was a major adjustment that they went to playing a lineup that they'd only played like 10 minutes prior to that. And they play it for like 17 minutes in that game. Uh, and it worked. They were able to kind of steal the win, even though Denver should have won that game and up eight with three minutes to go. The Thunder did enough to win it. Tonight, they did not go to that lineup. They did not. They tried other things instead uh, and came up with other things. And to me, this is why I say there's a level of when you're young where you just are experimenting because you want to figure things out. And this is the difference between the regular season and the playoffs. The regular season is you build your habits, you kind of figure some things out, and then the playoffs, you make a strategy. I just think that the Thunder are quicker to make a strategy in the regular season than the Nuggets are, and you see it. And it's like, okay, in yeah. the playoffs... Nuggets know, okay, the two twin tower lineup, that's one thing we're going to see. Some of the stuff that happened tonight, we're trying to clog the paint. That's another thing we're going to see. And it's like, all right, Denver will have to game plan for that. Clearly tonight, on the second night of a back-to-back, -back, there was no game plan other than let's just roll out there and play what we play. And they got smacked. Even if you had a game plan in this game, it started off so different than the OKC games. Chet made three straight threes. Yeah. That changes how you have to defend them, that, like, alters like how you protect the rim um and then he becomes a weapon where you're like okay we're not only focusing on sga or we're not only doing these type of things so i think that that also um was an audible that denver wasn't ready for and it's like okay now we have to adjust on the fly um and with them having a lead and our guys not getting it together so they like they punched them in the mouth very early and then they just did not respond yeah see and i look at a game like this and in the first half it's really about the scheme. It's about how it starts. It's about the Denver's trailing the whole time. They're down by six almost the entire first half. But had this been like a normal game or a game of high stakes or a game that Denver was like deeply concerned yeah. about winning, they would then come out in the third quarter like they always do and just put, turn on the gas and like OKC was... There was no intensity. Like for Murray in particular, like Murray was just unbothered all night. Unbothered, like, man. man. <laughs> and like that that's when the Nuggets and the Warriors and like we've seen like championship teams like make their move. They like let you kind of make give your punch and then you know we're we're going back and forth but like the third quarter starts and it's like okay now it's time to win. Now it's time for the championship team to arrive. And it just they just never or they got worse yeah. in the third. And it was so I mean from a scheme standpoint, I mean I see that clearly in the first half and it was successful but I, I don't worry about the Thunder because I just know what that looks like. They are the Nuggets from two, three years ago. It's like they're going to be formidable to a point, and then yeah. when things get real, real, they're going to find out. They don't know who they are yet. They just don't know who they, who their guys are yet. I don't I don't know if I hate them anymore, though. No, I, We I, talked about in the preseason about are we do we hate the Thunder yet. Nope. I still kind of like them, man. They're good. They play <laughs> the right way. They pass the ball. Nope. They had a handful of possessions tonight, Dev. You know how a team's in their bag where Denver had phenomenal defense for 22 seconds, and the ball finds a wide-open guy, and you're like, damn, man, that's trusting the extra pass and everything. And that team has it, which is a real credit to them. I love it. I know. After tonight, I kind of hate the Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I hate the Nuggets, too. You guys know what I need? Uh... No, I know. Where are you going to go? Take a guess. <laughs> uh, a meatball sandwich. Nope. <laughs> I need an entire 
pony keg of Breckenridge Brewery Christmas Ale. Probably on sale now that Christmas is over, yeah, but just dude. to black out and forget this one. Yeah, dude. And then you could just laugh and be like, oh, it's New Year's Ale and just drink it. Yeah, that would be a good <laughs> joke that I would tell. Breckenridge Brewery has been a proud sponsor. You guys know it's our favorite beer. You see us here at the bar all the time. We have eight Breckenridge Brewery beers on tap at the DNVR bar. We're practically the Breck Brew Farmhouse. I would say outside, no, including the yeah, Breck including Farmhouse, that. we're the top Breck place to get Breck. We absolutely are because we are a Breck company and we hope you guys are Breck people too. Ride with us by drinking Breckenridge Brewery. Avalanche Amber, check. Mile High City, check. Broncos Country Pale Ale, you want to. Fun Slinger, <laughs> check. Good Company Hard Seltzer, check. All of those delicious beers. Vanilla Porter Jr., check. That's uh, my favorite. I, I would drink half of Vanilla Porter Jr. Yeah? I would drink the first half. And then That's I'd, it? And then I would just like, yeah. it wouldn't do anything for me in the second. All right. Well, probably it sounds a lot like Michael Porter Jr. Oh, what? How much you trying to refer? Uh, Breckenridge Brewery, check them out. You guys know them. They're our official beer partner here at DNVR. Also, want to tell you guys about DraftKings Sportsbook. You know what's coming up here over the weekend, Dev? I think. College football. Yep. There's college football, college playoff. They got all bowl games. So fun. You can bet on those ones. There's nothing. There's all these different things you can bet on. You can bet on every bowl game. And ha it's like March Madness. You have a new bet come and do every hour or so. The big games. That's what they're calling them. They're calling them the big games? No. No, <laughs> no they don't call them that. I think they call it the college football playoff. The college football playoff, man. You got all that going on right now. DraftKings has this deal that if you sign up and place any bet of $5 or more, you get 150 instantly on bonus bets. Plus score an NBA League Pass subscription on us for the rest of the season. What a deal. Oh, yeah. that, that's an incredible deal. Damn. League Pass? That's yeah. amazing. Watch you could watch this OKC team. You can go back and watch <laughs> this game because they archive it on you League could, like, Pass? Yeah, you can watch the progression of Chet's uh, boy Amish beard. Can in. I tell you whose beard? It's better than Christian Brown. I'm going to talk about Christian Brown, and is it his beard that is causing all oh, these problems? Stay tuned Download for the, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNBR. New customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5, plus score an NBA League Pass on us. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DNBR. The crown is yours. Do you have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text hope ny four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccbg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Leak pass reward issued as promo code to redeem subscription and must be claimed by January 15th, 2024. Get it. Get it. See DraftKings.com slash promos for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And guys, since Dev is here, we're going to go ahead and do a DraftKings pick of the week. Oh, oh man. You make us money all the time, Dev. How do we do tonight? Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the <laughs> DraftKings pick of the week. For all my right. DraftKings pick of the week, we're yeah. going to go into that college football playoff. There's one team I would never bet against when it truly does matter, and that's Alabama, we really? Underdogs. Are they good? Alabama, plus one and a half. That's what I'm going to take. Yes, they're good. They're good this year? They're, not really, but they're, <laughs> they're in the college football playoff, and it's also like Nick Saban. And they're Alabama, yeah. They're Alabama. You, you bet for them. All right. Every um, time. I just put a bet in, dude. Roll I, just followed, I just followed your advice here and put a bet Roll on Alabama. Tied. Know nothing about this. That's what you say, right? If you're an Alabama if fan. If I am to be mad today at yeah. one player. Ifin. 
if I were, because I told you I'm not mad. You could be. I'm not I mad. I said I'm not mad. Don't tell. Put the record <laughs> that I'm not mad. I'm going to blame put, game. Put it on the, the blame game. But if I were to blame one individual or one person who just irks me the most in games like this, it's none other than Jamal Murray. Man. I still don't. For me, it's still Zeke. <laughs> you and Michael Malone. Um, guys, because this man... Shea Gilgis Alexander, Canadian. Lou Dort, Canadian. I feel like there's like a little Canadian rivalry there. There's a, you're trying to make an all-star game in the Western Conference. Like, okay, let's make a statement. Murray just looks so like relaxed tonight. He just, you're out there getting your ass kicked. You want your guys to look like, hey, go make us proud. And he's like, ah, they're going to come in and take our lunch money. I don't know. You know, it's just one of those days. Murray's so like lackadaisical. He's one of the best guards in the world. Four of 15 tonight, nine points, minus 20. He was just so, like, annoying tonight in his effort and his energy. Jamal looked like me uh, on a Cancun resort, just taking (laughs) shot after shot after shot without a care in the world. (laughs) Nothing else matters. Were your shots hitting the side of your face? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Some of them are throwbacks. They were were chronically (laughs) short, just hitting your chin. He was just taking shots and just, oh, well. Like, nothing, really, nothing mattered. Um, You're supposed to, like, compete against SGA. Like, he's... A Canadian, you know, like you guys have that connection. I feel like what they're on Adidas together or something. I just feel like there should have been more. I think it's New Balance. New right? Balance. Yeah. Why would I say that? Why would you say that? I don't know. He used to be but, Adidas. Yeah. Like I mean, they just. I feel like he should have competed a lot more. And also, you're the point guard. You have to set the tone. Second night of a back to back, you have to have that energy. You, you're a guy that's wanting to be a star um, in this league. Um, you have to back it up. Like people go as you go. You're the point guard of the team. So. It, it wasn't good to just see how lethargic he was. Like, he really did not care about what happened in this. I was a bit shocked that uh, Murray, I mean, Malone put him back in a game late to try to see if he had anything going. He didn't. He didn't. Just not a good game from Jamal. Yeah. I know, man. Uh, he lo- I mean, he looked, like, encumbered. Like, his legs looked heavy. You're always it, on the legs. It, dude, I'm, that is what it is with Jamal. I'm not, it's, like, not even a, a bit, like... He just was, like, not running well. He was kind of limping, half limping. Oh, like, God. I mean, I just think he's sore. You know, he's just sore from last night. Like, And he plays his Canadian brethren. He's like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he uh, thought he was too polite he's, tonight. Yeah, he's like, oh, excuse me. Might I get through? And they weren't having it. They were just sending him back to Toronto. Um, it was, it sucked. It was a sucky game. Um, as the official Jamal guy of this podcast. Uh, you have to wear it, dude. 27 unbothered, dude. <laughs> so unbothered. Um, what well, frustrates me that. most about it, he looked so good last night. He, that's he the point. He really did. That is the point. Like, this is, you can be like, oh man, Murray's got to work on this stuff. Not last night. He was great. But I, I, what the problem is that he doesn't care. Except for last night, he was incredible. Last night. It's like, I know, yeah. but it sucks, though. He's, 20, does, he's almost 27. He is 27. Like, no, he's 26. It's his number. Huh? <laughs> it's his number. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so the year of Jamal Murray, hold on. Yeah. The year of Jamal Murray is, is next his 27 year? year? Dang it, man. They're all letting on. How can we be mad? How did we think about that? Gosh dang it. Is the year of Jamal Murray really going to be age 27? Yes, and not, of course, And dude. not 2024? Jokic was best when he was 15. That's right. Michael Porter Jr. was best when he was one years old. He's one year, right? He peaked. <laughs> dang it. When Jesus had his arm around him. I love this. That rather than just be wrong about the year of Jamal Murray, we're just going to keep trying to figure out when the actual year begins. Dude, it's all age 27 years. is pure numerology. It everybody is, knows Everybody that. knows this. Um... Yeah, Jamal. Just I don't know, man. This is this is we're we're so far into this, and this is kind of what you get, and it's a little bit annoying. But 
Did you have a final thought on this one? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if Jamal's back. <laughs> it's, it's not Fire bad. down the cover. <laughs> just don't know if he's back. Uh, when he, Jamal Murray is on the court, oh, they no, say, he's not back. Dang it. Dang it. I thought he was back. Son of a biscuit. I thought that championship, he was back. <laughs> uh, there's only 88 minutes prior to tonight with Yoke, uh, Murray on the court without Jokic. The Nuggets have a ni- minus 25.7 net rating in those minutes. This is one of the things about Murray is... I just, for whatever reason, he doesn't elevate those non-Jokic minutes at all. So it's almost like a waste. And I wonder if Malone is arriving at that because they've been fewer and fewer lately. If he's kind of like, well, we might as well save Jamal if it's not going to make a difference for us out there. Um, where else do you guys want to go here? We Home. talked about Yoke. We talked about Murray. We talked about P. Watt. Is there anybody else? Christian Brown is the one guy actually I want to get to. Oh, of th- he played 17 minutes tonight. Only got three shots up. Had four points, three rebounds, one assist. First of all, but who, he got who had a cooked. good game. Nobody. Exactly. Nobody had a good game. Well, we got to point out bad, extra bad games. Well, I just want to talk about Christian Brown. I guess we are. The one thing I'll talk about Christian Brown is if you are worried about the Thunder, it's because you think Denver has nobody that can guard any of their guys. And tonight, like Christian Brown is just, he's the one guy that I'm most discouraged of with KCP. Because I'm like, that Peyton Watson, I think, can guard him. I know tonight he got cooked. Uh, KCP, I think, can guard him. Tonight he got cooked. Like, that's going to happen to great players. You're not going to shut him down. But can you do enough to get a win? I think those guys can. Christian Brown doesn't seem to bother him at all, man. That's one guy that's just like, you know, that Shay's like, oh, okay, this is an automatic two points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's so limited on offense on top of that. Yeah. Like, they was put in positions. I feel like with the group that he was out there, they wanted him to score or at least try to create something. He could not get it going. Shot he's not confident in, so he's turning them down. He's getting travel calls. He's... uh just not getting to any of his spots and the thing is i don't know what he i don't think he knows what his spot is um but then you talk about the defense that's what he's supposed to be known for and those type of stars if they don't see him no one sees him you know like sga was just like all right i'm glad that you guys put me on him i'm about to go and attack him the entire time so he has to just get back to himself um get back to just finding like his bread and butter and it has to be on the defensive end and the rest will come um, so he's like in a uh, a rough right now. Like he's just not playing yeah. well right now, and I don't know when it's going to turn around. But it has to be defensively. Yeah, and I don't feel like he's not giving effort. I don't really know what's up. Why, like why he's less effective this year defensively in particular? Because offensively, I, I do think he's exploring and trying to figure I, out where. Yeah, I think but Deb's I, right. But I, I mean, defensively, it's like, yeah, like defensively. I, I'm never like, oh, come on, man, like. You're getting cooked. Like, it's just, he's. Yeah. But if you was a good shooter and you missed 20 straight threes in a game, your, your, your morale's gonna be down. Everything's down. You're like, you know, Keith is not a good shooter. His is all defense. If you're not playing right. good defense but I, and people are starting to get, he, he's just, he doesn't have the same energy. He doesn't have the same motivation so. right now. So he has to get back to that. Like, the energy, like, he is running around out there, but he's not coming up with stops in a row. So, like, I, I just don't feel like he's feeling his impact. I guess so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he has to change. Like I don't really like visually. I'm not. I can't. Nothing is like standing out of something he's doing differently. But like, yeah, last year he was getting a lot of steals. He was so consistently good as a defender. So he, consistently yes. impactful. He was always. We would say all all the time about him is that he was unflappable. That he would never go for fakes. He would keep his head about him. He would stay in front of guys. He would make the right move. Or make the right read. I mean, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's interesting. It's, uh, I'm certainly not worried about it, but, you know, it's, 
it's not it's not cool right yeah. now. It's, it's like super uncool. I just realized we got mundered. We got, well, dude, I think we did we get oh yeah, we almost got mega mundered, man. There was a there was a while there because they got what twenty five in the fourth quarter, which is their second best. Uh, they get twenty one in the second, twenty in the third. Like they couldn't score tonight, man. I know they That's, got they, shut down. They got well, they also just could not hit shots. Their legs were not underneath them. They could not hit shots. Ten of thirty seven from three. Yeah, every every three that went up, I'm like, oh, that's not going in. Uh, that's not gonna go in. Clank, clank. It was just, it was gross, man. It was. When do gross. they play the Thunder again? Do you know? Let's take a look real quick. Let's take a little gander here because they played them three times already. So I don't think their next matchup with them will be until the the. Oh man, January thirty first. It's kind of a drag actually because that's not that far away. I kind of wish yeah. they would play more like February or March. Well, you know, we'll probably, we'll probably catch them in the three quarter of the way through uh, tournament. <laughs> uh, the NBA schedule this year has so many of these anomalies where there's weird back-to-backs or weird. Dude, there was a bunch of back-to-backs tonight. A bunch of teams on a back-to-back, yes. yeah. It, well, and then you have like uh, the Knicks and Bucks have played each other four times already. We're not. Even, we're thirty games into the season and they've already matched up four times. So that's a little bit of a weird one. I kind of wish it was more spaced out so we could get a more a better representation of of these two teams as their evolution throughout the year, but. Say lovey, say lovey. Um, let's take another quick break here, guys. Have you? I was trying to use this app to get tickets the other day, you guys. Which one? This app, and then I go to checkout. Price so much more than I thought it was, and I thought I'm never using this app again. Oh, wait, wait. I'm only using an app that'll give me the all-in price on the main screen whenever I look at tickets. And so I started asking my friends, what app could that be? They told me the Game Time app. <laughs> oh, you gotta check it out. The Game Time app has all-in pricing. You could look at the. Uh, if you're trying to go to like Monday's game against the uh, Charlotte Hornets, by the way, no, that's got to be a 40 point. That's a t- team that's losing by oh, 40 to everybody. Yeah, no, that that's a uh, that's a take it out on it on them team. I mean, because because I'm trying to follow the whole league. I'm watching like the Hornet. Every team that's struggling plays the Hornets and wins by 30, and everyone's like, tonight it was Nurkic. The Suns are beating them down. And they were like, man, this is the best game Nurkic has had in weeks. And it's like, all right, guys. Like, I mean, I would, you know, we just, you know, whatever. If we do that against the Hornets, we're going to be like, Peyton Watson's incredible, man. He's killing it. I out mean, there. we just had that happen. Uh, <laughs> if you want to check out those games and get that all in pricing right on the top page, so you don't have to like guess how much it's going to be. You know exactly how much it'll be. Use the Game Time app, guys. It's really cool. You can also sell your tickets on there. It takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DNV. You get twenty dollars off your first purchase. You might be able to get through the door for twenty dollars. They're gonna have to hand you money. They're gonna have to give you just, more back. They're like, welcome to the game. Here is fifteen dollars. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code DNVR for twenty dollars off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. I also want to tell you guys about Illegal Pete's. The three of us, mm. not long ago. In fact, it was yesterday. Oh, man. I remember like it was yesterday. We loaded up in Dev's car, oh, one of man. the coolest cars that you'll ever ride in. Well, you weren't in the back. Well, <laughs> right up in the front, very comfortable. Was it not that great back there, huh? How did it feel? How did it... I was sitting sideways, and I was still... <laughs> it, it, it wasn't great. I'll it wasn't that. great. It wasn't but you great. know why he did that? Because yeah. we were going to illegal piece. Oh, and he go. was like, you know what? I will fold into the back of this very cool car <laughs> if it means I can go get some delicious queso, a quesadilla, or maybe a margarita. Maybe some beer. Maybe some buddies. Maybe that's why you went there. I should have ordered buddies. Illegal Pete's is like Colorado AF. That should be their slogan, honestly. Dude, so AF. They are so Colorado AF. 
They have an awesome vibe to them every time you go in. They've got all kinds of cool stuff going on. They always have cool and chill employees. Yeah, and then, of like, course, the food is delicious. They're like, welcome, bro. We want. That's kind of how they and are. You're man. like, damn, you're chill AF. I'll bet you Illegal Pete's employees are better, are really good at skateboarding. Oh, bro. They, they, uh, thrash the gnar i know that dude. <laughs> they definitely do <laughs> i recommend the queso i think it's the best queso that you're going to get from one of these uh quick service restaurants by far uh you can get the reverse nachos that's the trick dev gets the same meal as me but he pays like five dollars more because he didn't know about the trick the trick is reverse nachos you get the queso you get the green chili check them out colorado staple um guys it's time 2023 is winding down this is our last show of 2023 oh my god and while it was kind of you know going out with a whimper a little bit of a whimper. Yeah. It was a hell of a year. But it doesn't mean that we can't be better in 2024. Okay. I think it's time for a little new year, new me. Hey. Look at that. Oh, my Hooray. goodness. Why is Dev twice as big as us? What the H? He's just closer to the camera on I this know. one. Why, you don't know how angles work? You don't you know, know how angles saying, work? Like, why, why are you out in front, man? Dev's way more that's, that's what I would that's that's, absolutely That was the implication, and I'm is. glad you said it out loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, guys. This is time... You know how, like, when we're analyzing the Nuggets, there are times, like, tonight I was on the timeline, I saw a lot of analysts and fans with some wild takes, man. Me, I've seen some, too. <laughs> today today was an all-timer for I'm reading some takes, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's true, guys. Like, man, <laughs> no, Nuggets are the worst team in the NBA. Uh, there are a bunch of takes like that, but 2024 is going to be New Year, new us. Dev, how do you plan to change in your relationship to the Denver Nuggets? One thing that I plan on changing um, this upcoming year I'm going to stop talking myself into things that are not working just to appease everyone else. Um, For example? I, I let people guilt trip me into thinking that I'm being harsh to somebody. So then in right, my mind, yeah. in my mind I'm like, you one. know what? I'm going to not talk about them so badly. Nope. I need to be petty. If things are not working, they need to prove me wrong. Um, P-Watt has proved me wrong. Yeah. Reggie has proved me wrong. Yeah. To a certain extent, <laughs> for a while, there, there are people that I need to just give up on until they, you know. Do you have any them. names in particular? Are you thinking about? Uh, or are you, are you <laughs> from A to Z? <laughs> I'll say Z. <laughs> what? I've been thinking he is trash. I have been thinking he is not good for a long time. People said and I was very harsh about it. I changed my mindset into it, and then I'm like still trying to figure out where we thought. Where I was trying to say, yeah, this is not bad. I'm trying to defend that. I have to stop doing those type of things. If somebody's in a shooting slump or they're not playing well on certain things, I need to stick with that. And if people are going to be mad about it, I have to just be okay with that. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I like that one. You got to speak with your chest. You don't let people move you off your position. You know, it's... It, it is funny, man, because players are real sensitive. You know, players will always come up like, why are you guys talking so much shit yeah. about this that? And it's like, guys, we analyzed the game. You guys played like shit. What do you want us to say? Played like shit tonight. Um, so I like that. I hate that it was Zeke. Because I just feel bad for him, man. I feel bad. That's, that's what I used to think, too. See, you, and I'm giving that up. That's his, what you're giving up. You're not feeling bad anymore. New Year's Nuggets resolution is to reject you, Yeah, Zeke. I also got to remember, there ain't no poor me. These are millionaires. I was going to say, no Zeke, has, Zeke has made an enormous amount of money to be completely unproven in this season. bad for these people. <laughs> you imagine better. if it was like, Dev, it's your fourth year on the show. Haven't done anything <laughs> good, but you know what we're going to give you? $40 million. Yeah, you, you know what you should feel bad for? Because we think oh, you'll be good next and then, year. And then next when people be say, good. like, yo, that was a horrible take. I'm like, I'm getting paid. I'm regardless. getting paid, man. I'm not going to feel bad. Do we have somebody from the arena? We do, we do. Who is it? Uh, we'll see. 
Brandon Vogt from the arena. Man, Vogt, you know how to pick them, dude. How was that game? Yeah, well, I was. Thank you for starting that way, because before we got too deep in, I wanted to to thank all of you, especially Harrison, for giving me this opportunity to come down to Ball Arena on a Friday night. Was the energy what you remembered it, man? Was it incredible to be inside that atmosphere? Well, so the crowd actually got restless tonight. This is the most restless I've heard a home crowd in a couple of years, to be honest, outside of a playoff environment. Uh, Heading into halftime, there were a lot of, it was almost disbelief. You know, it's like Jokic talking to MPJ. It's like, wait, what? This doesn't yeah. happen to us. And, and the crowd had a lot of that. And then every time Josh Giddy touched the ball, they booed him. So half the time, it kind of seemed like they were booing the Nuggets. Weird vibe. Um, <laughs> this was very totally, weird vibe. because it's right after Christmas. Like this was a lot of people's Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You could tell. You could tell, man. I would, that's actually a note I did have. A lot of, a lot of extra sad faces. Merry Christmas, Dad. Sad. I hope it was everything you wanted. Just like, I know. Yeah. You know, right. Next year, luckily we spent. Gift. Yeah. On the bright side, we spent thirty-two dollars on two beers. Have us have a long drive home. Okay. Um, Michael Malone. Uh, Right off the bat, talked about the turnovers, and he said, look, that is what they do in Oklahoma City. Uh, there were a lot of questions about, was there something specific they did? Was there something Denver could have done a better job with, you know, schematically? Or, and Malone just reiterated, listen, this is what OKC does. This is what makes them good. Um, we could have done a better job of it. Mentioned uh, Jokic's seven turnovers. And then said, but look, no one's trying to turn the ball over. Uh, He mentioned energy. The guys mentioned energy a lot tonight, but I want to frame it the right way. It wasn't an excuse. They were talking about as something that they should have had control over and that they failed to bring into this game. So it wasn't, well, yeah, tired legs. We never had a shot. It was we they took responsibility of the fact that they never brought that energy to the game. Um, You could see that opening up. And then as Malone went on to point out, that game was ultimately lost in the third. But he wants to give OKC some credit. They've come in there and beaten them twice. Uh, they've beaten them in a, a close game, a blowout. Denver's beaten them in a blowout. And Malone laughed and said, I'm sure the truth is somewhere in between. Um, but look, they were 9-1 and one coming into tonight in the number three defense during that stretch. That's not the team that showed up tonight. Two more specific points. Reggie Jackson was questionable to return in this game at halftime. I'm sure you guys saw he limped to the locker room. Uh, so he just wanted to say that... You know, he didn't think Reggie was even going to play, but that's the kind of guy Reggie's been for the Nuggets this year. And then I asked him what he, um, what he saw from uh, from Peyton Watson in this game, another spot start, but this time in a different different matchup, a much better team, you know, a much different opportunity. And he gave me a good answer. He said, as I told him at halftime, don't play with the settle mentality. Yes, you're open from the corner, but cut behind. He's so damn athletic. Go play behind the defense. Cut back door. He had a couple moments of that tonight. And Malone wanted to try to encourage those. You know, as we talk about often with Aaron, it's not just about standing in the corner and hitting shots, right? Can you make yourself valuable? And so that was kind of his note for Peyton tonight. Um, But he had good perspective on it, backed it up and said, look, this is a great opportunity for him. And the truth is every time he plays, he's getting better. So some notes for him, but obviously, you know, they're they're not out on it by any means. And then we heard from uh, Jamal Murray, who I'll never figure this out, guys. If Jamal drops 35 points, don't ask him any questions. Don't even look him in the eyes. If he has a really poor night, open book. Ask him whatever you want. He's got all the time in the world. I'm not sure what that's about, but we've got a reflective and fun Jamal tonight. 
he had a very similar note on the energy. He's like, we just came out a little flat and then we got upset about the calls and we were just behind it all the way through. Um, and so he said, the, the other thing is we're a great team and we normally figure it out after a bad half. You know, I have a 20 point quarter, Yoke takes over, KCP gets hot. Uh, but we beat ourselves tonight, and then on top of that, they kicked our ass. It was an ass whooping, he said. Um, and he said, we've got to be better with the ball. I don't think it was anything they did. I don't need to jump in the air and pass it so much. And he said, ultimately, I think we played with our emotions too much today. On uh, OKC shrinking the floor, he took a deep breath and sighed, and then he said with a smile, I'm like water, man. I just flow with that. If the floor is shrinking, then something else is open. There's always a counter. We can't get caught up in, oh, they shrunk the floor. Um, there are always things we can do. You know, if the floor shrunk, then people are open from three-point range. Um, we just have to be a little more mindful with the ball. The ball stuck tonight, and then he blamed himself for that. Um, and then he said, as far as you know, common denominators between the losses to the Thunder. He said at first, you know, just off the top of his head, he would just say containment, one-on-one -on -one containment, knowing tendencies. These guys like to go left. Uh, they've been able to do that in two wins against the Nuggets now. He says they got to be able to contain better communication. But then, fellas, before he wrapped it up, he said, let's just forget X's and O's. It's energy and it's trusting your teammates. So see, he seems to feel like the Nuggets are in control of what didn't go right tonight. Even though I know the story for a lot of people is, understandably, this is a tough matchup so far. Yeah. I mean, all right. And uh, that's it, man. That's it for me. And I think Jokic is probably just getting to the podium now. I'll probably see if I can catch it. What's your, real quick, New Year's resolution Nuggets edition? Devs was Whoa. to no longer forgive Zeke Naji, if I heard him correctly. <laughs> that is the most hilariously negative New Year's resolution I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Never hold back. Don't let me tell no, him to be nice. it was about honesty and truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I must have misheard. I misheard. I misheard him. I'm huh. sorry. <laughs> my New Year's resolution is to stop talking about how Jamal Murray is ready to be consistent in the regular season. I'll just stop doing it. That I'll just stop positive. doing it. That was positive. Uh, <laughs> I know. Sorry, Dev. But here's why. I feel like it's on me. I feel like every time I get very definitive in a take, I go, what did I just do? I know how this game is going to go. Uh, yeah. Mike shot poorly. Jamal shot poorly. It's on me. It's on me, Nuggets Nation. You got to be like water in your takes, dude. Yeah, dude. Just be like water. Just be like, much, much like Jamal, I'm in my best moods after the Nuggets get their ass kicked. <laughs> All right, vote. Well, go check out Jokic. Maybe he has more insight. Thanks so much, man. Get home safe. Um, let's continue on though with this resolutions. Man, there was a lot of time in between Dev and me. You think I would have thought of something? I think you did. <laughs> I'll give you. Want me to go? Let's, let's find. Want out. me to give you a little bit more time? Oh <laughs> uh, no! You know, uh, yeah, please. In 2024, I'm no longer going to bet on Christian Brown threes just for vibes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm dude, not bet, doing it, you guys. Dude, betting for vibes is the worst possible strategy. <laughs> I'm the like, worst. Think about how cool it'd be if he hit a three. You know, like, like, no way he's gonna hit a three, but it'd be cool if he be did. Pretty cool tonight. I was like, what if Peyton Watson hits lots of threes? Three of them. Let's go. Yeah, it was really dumb. I'm not gonna do that anymore, <laughs> you guys. Betting for vibes is the worst thing to happen to your bank account. It's Just a don't do it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really it's, tough it's, on the it's, vibes. It really, it, 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 it's a double down on bad vibes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. What am I going to do? You know, uh, I have tried to become more rational about the Denver Nuggets. I've tried to what? like. I have. I mean, I'm left. I, I used to be much more. Why do you want to be rational about them, though? That's what I'm getting to. Like, oh. what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I doing this? Like, that, my, this is my outlet for bad 
uh, emotional outbursts for bad behavior, yeah. for language that is not appropriate for children, blasphemy. All of these things that, no, that have no place in society, polite society. By the way, shouts to Corey tonight. Came by with his children who always listen to the show. <laughs> it was great to meet them. and It was great to meet who exactly Eric is cursing into. Yeah, dude. Whose ears he's cursing into. It is, it is nice that I can close my eyes and I can imagine an actual child crying when I say certain things. Uh, Whoop them. <laughs> Whoop that tree! <laughs> but I want, you know, I just want to get, I want to be more of a fan again. You know what I mean? I just want to be more of a dumb, idiot, mouth-breathing, lunk of a head, lunk-headed fan. We are the most toxic people on earth. Like all of our goals for 2024 are to lean into our worst selves. Yeah, less forgiving, dumber. Yes, you know? I'm t like I, this job, this yeah. job that we've that I found myself in. I'm like, I have to like. Be involved in a lot of different fan bases. I have to like talk to people as people. I can't just vilify entire cities. That's all through. <laughs> start in Slack. Oh, I got another one for you guys. I'm not going to panic this year when the Nuggets lose like five games in a row in March. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it at all. I don't even know if I'll panic if they lose like game one or two or both. Well, I'm not going to panic in the playoffs. I know it's not over till it's over with these Nugs and. You know, they might, they're probably going to take another little break in April or whatever, and it's just going to have to, we're just going to have to write it. Yeah. And I'm going to stop fighting online, even though I just said I was going to be gonna more of a dumb fan. Online. I can't fight online anymore. Like, I've lost my, I've lost my zest for online fighting. It's because all of online is fighting, and at a certain point, you're like, it's just like a never ending battle. You it know really, what I mean? Yeah. No one's ever like, damn, you got me. You got, man, that's a my great guy point. Sucks. I've changed my entire life view. <laughs> my guy's an idiot. What was I thinking? I, my guy sucks. You got any more, Dev? Any other ways you want to really improve yourself in 2024 as a Nuggets fan? Um, probably stop convincing myself that back-to-backs aren't a bad thing. I know. Just be like, hey, listen, man. They're professional athletes. They can fight through yeah, it. They lose man. every back-to-back. -back. I understand that Denver's really good at them, but that's the good part about them but there is the excuse factor i don't know why they're saying that we're not going to use this as an excuse it really is a, a real factor i am so glad that 2024 is not going to have as many back-to-backs as 2023 had <laughs> so excited <laughs> that's the actual resolution is play less back-to-backs <laughs> yeah it really is true uh did the chat have any good ones there kill yeah i have been looking no okay. joey, joey had a really good one he said, like, not take this era for granted. That's a good that, one. That's an incredible one, in fact. Stop taking it for granted. It's just, just so true, man. This is why you ride these lows and stuff, and you're going to be like, uh, like tonight, you know, people kind of having a meltdown on the timeline or whatever. This is a bad day. You just got to be like, this is the best era of all time for the but Nuggets. I will say, like, the timeline is where you're supposed to melt down. Yeah, it is true. The timeline is a, a snap chat it's not snapchat it's a picture of emotions at any one given time it just like captures and records human emotion as it happens you're supposed to that's what the timeline's for it is it is true and it's snapchat it's that's not there's other things snapchat's for <laughs> that <laughs> you guys are ridiculous um i just feel like the future is bright for the nuggets i just don't i can't the i can't present is bright it's all bright i it's I, so bright you might need everything bright but can i suck oh i see it's yeah, a segue okay, okay, sorry okay. i made that a little too subtle <laughs> <laughs> it's so bright in fact you might need some shades kale are you going skiing soon all right you're going skiing tomorrow? I have a recommendation for you. The ski goggles from Shady Rays. They got all comers. Look at that right there, man. You put those things on. Uh, 
You can see it from your peripherals, even. Sure, those perifs. The, the, they've got it all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection on in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses backed by that lost and broken policy. You lose them, they send them back to you. Remember our Rockies person, Susie? Lost yep. them on the first day. And I feel like the, the chat tonight needs a lost and broken policy. The, <laughs> a lot of people are lost and broken in this chat tonight. Are people pretty upset about this loss? Not really. I was going to say, like, come I on, I mean, guys. they are, but like, any, any, real, any negativity is like, come on. But come you're, listen... You're, you're supposed to you're be. You're supposed to have it. You're let supposed it to be out. Let it but out. Come on. But come on. But let it out. Uh, exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code DNVR. You get 50% off. 50% off. That's half off. 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Earlier in the show, we told you guys about Breckenridge Brewery. Right now, I'm going to tell you about Breckenridge Distillery. Uh, not the same company. Not, not the same, same company. company. Completely different. But my goodness, do they have some good spirits. Based man. on the same town, though. It is both of them. Which town? Frisco? Uh, uh, I, Aurora? Is it Aurora? <laughs> wow, they're out of Aurora. <laughs> no, they're out of Breckenridge. <laughs> they're incredible. Breckenridge Distillery, I'm telling you, they really do have some of my favorite whiskeys that you're going to find from the U.S. And guess what? They're here from Colorado. Years back, before we had them as a partner, I was trying to taste every whiskey from Colorado, so I had to go through all of them. And I had like two or three Breckenridge uh, ones that were like in my top five. They make really, really good whiskeys. They also do, of course, the gins and the vodkas and everything else. Me personally, I love their whiskeys. I love their bourbons. Breckenridge Distillery, Distillery products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or visit BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. And it says Opre Anywhere. You guys want to know a really bad thing? I never grew up skiing or knowing anyone that skied. I was working in a company. I'm 24 years old, and I'm working at, like, this marketing company. I only worked there for, like, six months. And they were work. We were having this initiative to work on opera ski. Opera ski. Opera ski. Never heard the term in my life because, again, I'd never grew right. up around it. Very uncomfortable bit meeting for me. Bit of a bumpkin. Very bit of a bumpkin myself. And it was a very uncomfortable meeting while I had to sit there and help brainstorm ideas. And I was like, you're like, I, oh. I was sitting there trying to Google, like, opera ski. Like, what is you're, this? Yeah. What you're the like, hell is going on? You're like, what if we get. Uh... <laughs> They're like, opera ski is like better than skiing. And I was like, okay, hold up a second. What could this possibly be? You're like, be? why don't we keep it traditional and get a bunch of, like, olives? <laughs> <Yeah>. or... <laughs> That's been me in math class since I've been like seven. <laughs> It's what a, it's like a painful core, <laughs> painful core memory, man. When you don't understand the basics of a thing that's going on, it's like, like what do you like a, traditionally like what like go to like a movie like or what? Is, <laughs> it was really really rough. Um, did any sicko was any sicko sick enough to super chat tonight, Kale? Yeah, we got like five. Oh, oh my god, god let's god, go through dude. them. Uh, I've got some New Year's resolutions for these guys. <laughs> yeah, <quick>. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, Teeman. Six ninety nine. Thank you, missed Gordon tonight. No kidding, we all did. P Watt is too young, dude. This is six ninety nine Canadian. Oh my god, dude. So this is he very conflicted did, night okay. he had tonight. I'm guessing Gordon is a matchup nightmare for Shea because he's huge and strong and athletic enough. You're right. Uh, yeah, we didn't that's have right. Him I mean, tonight. like, yeah, I didn't thought have in that that came from Canada. I was sure that was going to be a pro Shea. Comment, but it was no, anti-shay. Anti-shay, man. Uh, you know, 
$4.99. Thank you so much. Adam said it, but OKC traded this game with both effort and game plan like a playoff like game. The Nuggets barely had a preseason effort and game plan. Yes, OKC cared, and the Nuggets sucked. It, yep. <laughs> five, 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 ish. Our homie says nothing beats reading measured and calm takes on Twitter and chat after a loss. My New Year's resolution is to be a better human being like Jokic. Yo, that's a great one, man. That's a great one. I mean, uh, you know, an even better human being would have brought some effort in this game. So true. Uh, Josh Barnett from Down Under. Down Under. Down Under. Uh, our sicko absolute, chat. our absolute homie, sicko chat. Thanks for an amazing 2023, you legends. Hey, man, thank you. Josh right is a real one. Right back at you. Right back Dude, down we under. Need, we need a reason to go to Australia. So I th- bad. Man. I think Josh is our reason. I mean, yeah, 100%. Josh Thorson, also. Also, man. I'm, but we need like an Teens exhibition game. We need a, an Australian player, man. We need something. We had Jack, Jack White. White. We he let was it. so dope, too. Why Jack th- White is my friend. Why do you think I keep. Suggesting we make some sort of trade for, uh, for landfill, for Jack yeah, Landfill. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's not bad. They're friends, by the way, Jack White and Jack Landfill. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a, I love we just say it without even acknowledging that it's a joke. Uh, Jack Landfill. Uh, a, a, by Ramos. the way, you know who Jack White's better than probably Zeke Knight. Like Jack White was on the squad. I w- remember what a good rebounder he was. That guy rebounded like a beast, man. Do you know who Jack White is better than Zeke Naji? And that by That's Jack I White, saying. I mean the guy from the White Stripes. <laughs> a eighty five Ramos says, "Legit was one of my favorite personal years of my life, and yeah. you helped it get there." Hell yeah! So Even excited better. to see what our boys have in store for us. <gasps> zebra, 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 zebra. <laughs> I think that was gone the day the zebra went. Was I don't remember. Uh, it was we were talking. Uh, no, it was a game with the referees, like okay. really made their presence felt, and then it just became a meme. The idea of a well, meme we is had so to strange. give the emoji of the game, and the right. official emoji of the game was, was the, the zebra, zebra emoji. Got it. And then it caught fire. Much you know like the DJ Malays is going to catch the internet on fire. Do you remember the best <laughs> BJ Malays? He's out there. <laughs> do you guys? <laughs> uh, do you remember the best emoji discussion ever on this show? Um, the best emoji discussion. There's been a lot. The pregnant man. Yeah, the pregnant official man. emoji of our trip to Serbia. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, the yeah, swollen, when, man. When the swollen, swollen man. Swollen man. Was, man yeah. Swollen man was the official. <laughs> that was the emoji of the trip. We just Swol- kept eating every day. We just kept eating. <laughs> Dude, I need. To, we need to bring back uh, emoji of the week. What a great, what we, a great segue. We really should, man. Uh, everybody, hit that outro music, Kale. Guys, be safe in the holidays. Be safe in New Year's. Go try to live it up, though. Try to have a good time. Reflect on the year we had together and all the good times. Look forward to the year that's ahead of us. Make plans, make goals, make dreams, make visions. And most of all, just be around with the people you love. And make baskets if you're the Nuggets. 2023 was great. In large part, Super Producer Kel, shout out, man. Shout out year uh, 2023. It was a good one. We did it together. Dev, hell of a 2023. Thank you, man. Thank you. D-line. I can't. I thought for sure you were going to skip over it. <laughs> you, were, you were pretty good, man. You were pretty good. Whatever. You could be better, though. Uh, easily. Yeah, but I hope easily. you take that more as encouragement than like a critique. But it is both. I live my life as a back-to-back. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Fellas, good stuff. Everybody in the chat, thanks for hanging with us. Everybody that came out to the bar tonight and took pictures. Lots Dude. of people in town tonight. It was a great night. This is why we're so high. The game sucked, but all these people were vibing with us tonight. I know. It, it, who could be mad when people come and they shake your hand, they tell you how much they enjoy the podcast. Uh, they, you know, it's just cool. It's a very cool uh, 
very cool community. Obviously, we knew that. We saw that all come together for the the uh, championship. But like, it's just like a real thing, and it feels good. And tonight sucked, but it didn't matter. We're just getting their hopes up before we crush them in April. Hit that like button for us on the way out.